welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm not going to do a bunch of terrible impressions of I'm Batman with each continuing actor that we get. Despite how much I really, really, really want to. <laughs> I mean, I'm Alex. And this week we are talking about uh, Batman the the movie? Is yeah. That, is that how, it's, how that, it's titled? That is the official name. From 1966. That's right. We're, we're going back there. Oh my god, I don't have who directed this movie. I feel so unprepared. I've got to check this real quick. I, I'm are you, are so you? unprofessional right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess... I guess it was Burt Ward. <laughs> I have a feeling. Could you imagine Frank Gorshin directing that? I'd be terrified. Because <laughs> because Frank Gorshin's kind of terrifying. I Obviously. Can go, oh, well, while while I while while I look this Obviously up. Obviously, the director was George Miller. So while I look this <laughs> up real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the scores. If if, it, if it'll give me what I need, okay. So we got an eighty percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and, okay. a, and a sixty-two percent audience score. Fascinating. Which is obviously grossly skewed because people are not happy with super campy Batman nowadays. Yes. Yeah. This, this movie's better than Batman vs Superman. I, I this, love movie this movie is better than Batman vs Superman. That's very true. I, I love this movie. Yeah. It's, Got the director there? No, just give me your best thing and your worst thing. My, <laughs> the, the internet in this room is terrible, okay? That happens. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. Well, well, you got the year. I knew that. I, I'm just saying, thank, thank, <laughs> thank you for getting that. Because I couldn't remember if it was shot in the show's first year or second year. I just... <laughs> okay. My brain's all fuzzy right now. All right, give me your best thing and your worst thing. Go. And so, then I will just randomly shout the director's name. That's fair. So I feel so unprepared. Eh, my my best thing is probably the fact that this movie somehow the the script at least feels very modern. Leslie H. Martinson. Okay. I didn't know that. Good. No, I know. It's actually we'll we'll get into this, but it's actually pretty. There's a lot of like clever stuff that they do in this movie to like get. It. I mean, there's some stuff that's just very schlocky and hilarious, but. Like there's a lot of clever effects and stuff like that. But it's but it's intentionally schlocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not unintentional. Martha, well, that's why, I said, why did you say that name? That's why I said schlocky and hilarious, and not schlocky and bad. Can't you because... tell I'm still salty over Batman versus Superman? Because <laughs> um, I am. That's fair. Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> I can't wait till we get there. That that video is gonna be like as long as the movie, probably. Oh God. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> Just do a commentary track to the oh, ultimate cut. No. Um, yeah. But, but, see, now I'm second going to I'm going to go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll go with this. I, I do think it's probably going to be the, the script. Because the script feels like it's a script someone could write today. And it would still be very funny and relevant. It's almost it's almost more so now. No. That's, that, that's, that might be one of my favorite things. Maybe not my best thing. But one of them is like... Especially in hindsight after... 20 some odd years maybe 30 some odd years you could argue with the comics of of super dark edgy gritty yeah. batman yeah yeah that kind of started in like the late 70s yeah. so yeah i mean it's it's been 40 years almost of, of like that sort of thing and yeah it, it, it and, and like in it just in hindsight it makes this so much funnier yeah 
like especially in today's like superhero climate where like the the movies are are very like every movie that comes out has to be this major controversy and everyone has to flip out over it and you know oh what's the best or oh what's the worst and here's why it's great and here's why it's not great and uh, like everyone has to flip out and, and it's just funny that it's just this like really campy just like completely knows exactly what it is doesn't take itself seriously. this movie has a better awareness of its tone than like I would say almost anything DC Fox and Sony at least have put out that's superhero not, wise that's not directed by Christopher Nolan <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair um but yeah like it's like and I, again we're we're not trying to be Marvel fanboys on here we are because I guess because we like the Marvel movies more than the DC movies but that, that's not because they are we're about co- Marvel characters well, well let's, let's say we're comparing cinematic universes not not if you're taking all DC movies into account, it becomes well, yeah, yeah, because because Nolan trilogy. And I, I'm yeah, yeah, but but I, I'd say those are fairly consistent, at least in what in knowing what they're going for. But most of the time, sometimes I screw that up too. But like this movie knows exactly what it is, and it's beautiful because of that. Like everything, everything works, and like so they, when there's a plot contrivance, they or whatever they will make sure that you know that it is just completely like exactly what they were going for so like it's it's great the ability of the almost human porpoise <laughs> the nobility of the almost oh, human porpoise oh, sir. oh oh god it's that I, it's, it's too late i'm uh, <laughs> we'll get to that i'm no. not drunk but i feel like should be that's <laughs> <laughs> fair um, what's your worst thing Probably the fact, the the opposite of the fact that it is still made in the '60s, and there's a lot of kind of like downtime, and like it's kind of it it it, it the it's I'd say it's too long, which we talked about, which is kind of funny. You took my my one complaint, yeah, yeah. my single complaint <laughs> about this movie, but, but it's hilarious because even though it's a superhero movie that we just said is is very aware of what it is and everything it still falls into the problem of being too long like all the other superhero movies I'm, uh, okay I'm I'm, I, I'm 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 taking that one I, I I am commandeering that complaint and making it mine as well okay. most of the time I'm like no I'll do something different I don't want to just copy you but that's fine not happy with you right <laughs> now continue I mean, that's it oh okay <laughs> My favorite thing is the cast. I love everyone in yeah, this movie. That, that was my other thing I was thinking. Specifically, Adam West, I think, would be would have been my, my second favorite. I, everyone in this before. movie, they play it exactly the right way. Yes, and it's beautiful. I would say maybe the odd man out slightly is Cesar Romero. Yeah. Just because he doesn't really have a whole lot to do. Yeah. So he comes off just more as, hey, it's it's the guy who laughs all the time. Yeah. And even then, I feel like Frank Gorshin steals his thunder most of the time yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this cast. Yeah. These these are closer representations of, of the characters to the comics than uh, uh, most <laughs> other well, live-action DC and, interpretations. And you should clarify it. If we're comparing it to the comics of its day. Yeah. The comics that it is connected to which is hilarious because everyone would say those are the worst comics like in Batman's history and yet it's extremely true to the source material when they when the comics weren't that great yeah 
but now they're like, oh, we're too afraid. We, you know, we're we're it's we we gotta be edgy and we can't we gotta mute the colors and they that we're too worried that people aren't gonna aren't gonna take us seriously if we have them the costumes too bright and color like that sort of thing bothers me greatly and and I'd say the DC universe is is uh, guilty of that I'd say the X-Men universe is guilty of that um, I'm like hello Carhorn <laughs> I don't know if the mic picked that up but we have obnoxious people outside so yes, that's fun yay um, and then uh, I was gonna say um, Sony I guess not really that's one thing you can't really blame them for they do like to have actual costumes which is nice but uh yeah i i it really bothers me when they're like oh well we got we people aren't gonna buy into the source material we gotta back off of it and make it you know mature and edgy and it's like and and i should go ahead and say that we're probably gonna do a lot of passive aggressive bashing of the dc universe and i again i it's not because we like the dc characters less than the marvel characters it's because like like when we get to the the nolan movies we will circle jerk all over them (laughs) But the the even the one that no one likes apparently anymore because yeah. the internet just decided, hey, Dark Knight <laughs> Rises is a terrible movie. Correct. Um, but yeah, like the 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 DC extended universe or whatever. I'm a circle jerk that we, movie all day long. Yeah, we uh we have many issues with them, and we will definitely get to those eventually. But the, the I, we were having a discussion just a couple days ago over Man of Steel, and I actually kind of like that movie, and I know you don't at all. <laughs> Correct. Actually correct. I can like a Zack Snyder movie. This is true. I, li- I like Watchmen. Whatever. That's so fine. so the Batman 60s movie. Yes. Did I get my worst thing? Oh, no, I didn't. You, you stole mine. Yeah. So you're good. You hack. <laughs> it's like 10, 15 minutes too long. The movie's just about yeah. Yeah. like an hour 50, hour 55. If you cut it down... Especially because they have an opening title sequence, and it's not really anything special. <laughs> it's like a different colored searchlight following like different characters, and there's like a guy, like a mysterious guy, like running down the street, and it's following him along. Yeah. There's a fun, I, there's a funny little mention at the beginning, like there's a there's a funny little message from the producers. Yeah, that that's just it kind of sets the tone, yeah. and, I, and I appreciated that, but meandering i think was the word you used and that's that's a pretty good uh description of it it's just that it it, it tends to kind of but this plot still feels more cohesive (laughs) than batman versus superman (laughs) i understand the end goal of the villains and how they got there i keep thinking that we've covered our butts enough but i think we need to go further if you like batman versus superman we know there's a lot of people who do that's fine I, i like ben affleck but I'm saying if you like the movie I like, itself... I like Gal Gadot. That's fine. I'm probably not going to Henry just... Cavill seems like a nice guy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not going to tear it a new one when we actually get to it. I think you might. But... And it'll probably be the opposite for Man of Steel. Um, but if you like the movie, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Art is subjective. I feel like if anybody were to look into my eyes right now, all they would see is fire. <laughs> What does it mean, rise? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I, 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 yeah. 
again, just 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 disclaimer. Ooh, I'm sorry. We go? We're gonna bash a movie you like a lot if should, if you like Men or Batman Superman. Let's go ahead and say. Well, we'll point out the stuff that we liked in it. It's not That's all true. bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a particularly good movie, but it's not all bad. Yeah. It does have some redeeming. Yeah. Life. Anyway, let's just say we're doing all the live action Batman movies. Right. So if if you were thinking, hey, are you all gonna do like Mask of the Phantasm or anything like that? Nah. Yeah. It would. I, well, the thing is, it, it's it's the sort of thing where if we did one animated movie, we'd feel the need to do all of them, even right. though Mask of the Phantasm is the only one that was theatrically released. Right. So. And and that's the thing too is that kind of rocking a hard argue, place here. You could argue, oh, well, you could just do Mask of the Phantasm, but I would really want to do Return of the Joker because yeah. I think that might be the actual best Batman movie ever made. Um, <laughs> like, oh, okay, like, like not not. Batman movie starring Batman, but as far as like actual Batman comics, Batman, um, like I will say a lot probably when we get to the normal movies that I think those are really incredible movies. Um, but Batman, they're, they're like I, Batman isn't you know that comics true, and it's they still get the essence of the character for sure, but just like I. I would like to have seen, and obviously, no, this is not what Nolan is going for. But I would have liked to see it go a little farther. And I, I they tried that with Batman Superman, and that didn't work. But anyway, okay. well, let me just I'll, I'll continue with this. So we're doing all the live action Batman movies. So we're doing the '60s movie, the Burton Schumacher movies, the Nolan movies, and we're gonna do Batman versus Superman. And we'll probably throw in like a mini, because obviously, a lot of that is based on what happens in Man of Steel. So we'll probably do like a mini review of Man of Steel within that. And then right. we did, did we decide we're doing Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay. I think we have to mostly because of the Joker and well, Harley Quinn. Yeah, it has several key Batman characters, and Batman himself is in the movie. How you know it, he's in it briefly, but he is in the yeah. movie. So it, it, it's we. I feel like it's very relevant, especially if this Joker ends up coming back later, and we want to yeah. add on to that. I, I think that's important. Can I just say right now? Caesar Romero's Joker is the second weakest Joker. <laughs> oh God, we're already bashing Suicide Squad too. Again, if you like Suicide Squad, that's fine. Art is subjective. It's okay. We're not trying to personally attack you much. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is one of those situations where I'm like, okay, you can like it. That's that's fine. Like, if you find things to enjoy about it, sure. Like, it's like, oh, it's visually appealing to me, or I really like the music, or these performances are really good to me. But I think this is one of those cases where objectively you cannot say it's it's a particularly good movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there for sure. Let's talk about a good movie, yeah. shall we? Bam, pow, zock. Whatever their weird hyphenated words are, I love how they say they. I love how they say that to the end of the movie. They save it to the final. Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. okay. I, I, I did not remember that. I thought I thought they used it for like every fight, like they do in the no, TV yeah. show, and they're like, "Nope, that, we're we're building up to that." So, so we're, it's a pretty we're, good movie. We're, we're, it's a great movie. Where would you like to get started? Um. Hmm. With that very long fifteen minute preamble. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know where to go because you kind of have to. I, I feel like we kind of need to explain to people who maybe have seen this and didn't get why, or thought it was like 
campy and full of crap. This this is the problem I have had, and when I've considered what what film franchises we would like to do, and I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it'd be fun to do like I don't know the Hangover trilogy or something like that. You know, just something really off the wall. Yeah. Or, or like a horror series like Halloween or you know Nightmare on Elm Street, something like that. And I think it's especially difficult to do just like spoken reviews for both horror and comedy because yeah. it comes down to a very base level of it's funny did it scare you yeah. or did it make you laugh yeah yeah, yeah that's and, very and fair. that's why I feel like a lot of this is just like you kind of just have to watch it and, and get the joke right yeah because this is it, it is it's a satire almost it's, yeah. it's a con I mean maybe not after watching like if you watch like the rest of Batman stuff and then you right. watch this it's a satire of Batman which is, and it's which, beautiful which is what I was talking about about the modern approach which, that, that I just find like fascinating is that it really does feel like something that could come out today on a low budget like even the the filmography is not like super dated it's, it's is, it, is it weird that I could almost see like Red Letter Media doing something like this yeah like it, it feels like something a fan film of filmography I used a second ago I think that actually means like bibliography um cinematography of the, of the movie is not yeah it's it's i mean it's just very kind of basic yeah it's it it seems like some, aside from like the graininess of the film and kind of the way the actors are yeah it feels like almost something like something that could come out that someone could just make like i i find it so amazing that that the script itself and the dialogue it it transcends its time yeah and it still like, it works. really works as a, like, as I, a critique. I honestly of, feel like in another 20, 30 years, it will still work. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after we get more DC Universe Batman. <laughs> You'll probably be fine after this, right? Oh, God. And that's... It, yeah, it's... Um, the, it, you're, you're okay there, buddy? I really wanted to just shout randomly. Why did you say that now? <laughs> Continue. Um, so the thing is with this is that first of all, you have to get, you have to understand, and I think it's very clear when you watch the movie that it knows exactly what it's doing. Like it's not grab the shark repellent bat spray. Yeah, like like I think a lot of people have this weird stigma with it, where it's like, oh, that's just corny and it's lame. And and that's one thing I will get to when we get to Batman and Robin. Yeah. When people are like, oh, people who hate this, it's just like a modern, it, it's a modern throwback to to the '60s show, and that's it's supposed but, to be super. This is smart, right? When we get to Batman and Robin, we will point out how stupid it is, right? But but it doesn't have the self awareness or creativity yeah. to be able to make that entertaining, and it's just false. Both flat movies are goofy, this but this movie, is goofy in all the right ways. Yes, this movie. So so like the 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 best example I can give is the like all of the riddles are just hilarious, and like you know you might you might read the or see the first scene where where they're dedu deducing that all of the the uh, villains are working together, and. It happened at C. C? C for Catwoman. Yeah. And, and like, they're all... Uh, that exploding shark was pulling my leg. Yeah. The Joker. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, they... they um. What, what are the other two jokes? Because they... they uh, for the... No, oh, for, for Penguin, they're like, it was pretty 
fishy what <laughs> happened to me and then Chief O'Hara goes oh it all adds up to a sinister riddle er riddle er riddler and he's like, he's like do I get five points for that <laughs> and then and then I love the cops and, and this is one thing where I don't think the Burton Schumacher movies especially the Burton movies they never escape this in terms of the police being complete incompetent buffoons which, which is why it almost feels like a critique of them is because that always happens in all the Batman movies it always inevitably turns out that the, the cops I well, mean Gordon in the Nolan movies is pretty much the closest we get to like competence and yeah. he still relies on Batman a lot and yeah. it's like but yeah especially in the Burton Schumacher movies it really Where does Gordon f- is su- Gordon in the Burton Schumacher movies feels like an amalgam of this Gordon and Chief O'Hara yeah in terms of just I don't know what's happening. And he shows up even less. Who, who turned on the signal? What's going on? Because, like, in this, they're, they, they're like, these these really, they're really comical. Like, they're really good, like, uh, they've got really good, like, comedic timing in the way they, they like, drop their lines and everything. No, like that's it. why it's wonderful. Like, Robin is coming up with the most ridiculous answers to these riddles. And, and they're just and like, like, of course! <laughs> what weighs five ounces sits in a tree that's and is very dangerous. A sparrow with a machine gun. Of course. No, well, that's, well, that is exactly what I was about to say, is that you can watch that first scene and you can think, well, that's just stupid. stupid yeah. Like, like I can get that if you watch that and you, out of context and you're just like, oh my gosh, that's the worst. That's just such terribleness. Yeah. But like, because you might think, oh, they're just completely lazy and it's, it's silly and whatever. But when you get to, yeah, that riddle specifically where it's, what weighs ten or what? Yeah, what? What is it? What? What weighs six ounces? Sits in a something tree. like that. It sits in, in a tree and is very dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and then and then Robin's like a sparrow with a machine gun, and then they're all just like oh, <laughs> and that's the most just ridiculous, hilarious thing you could have come. Like quick, that's... Robin, to the Batcave. We have it one moment to lose. Yeah, and and like, that that right there, like it gets so over the top that the, it. This is why it works. It's the theater of the absurd. Everyone plays it straight. Yet the situations that they're in are the most ridiculous things you will ever see. That's why it works. Yeah, everyone plays it straight. Yeah, it, it's it's. I, I almost want like a scientific analysis of why this works. I know because it, it's. So can Plinkett do a breakdown of, <laughs> of why this works so well? Well, I was gonna say something. Um. Yeah, and, and it's it's the way that they're... I think a lot of it, too, is the way that they're very dramatic and exaggerated in the way that... Like, when they're dedu- deducing that everyone's working together, and then he's like... Uh, they're like, but what could their end be? Their end goal be? And he's like... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, 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 three of them they, together. They use child logic. I remember watching this as a child, and, and that made perfect sense. <laughs> I'm like, okay, two of them would just want to take over the city. No, that's, that's what three, he says. He's, three he's of like, them, three the of entire them. country. Four of them, the world. But with four of them, the only answer could be the entire world. <laughs> and like, like it, it, they're so just extreme about it. And like, you you could try to start watching this movie with the cynical oh view of like oh they don't they're just trying to be a campy silly kids film it's not it's not actually humorful and it's it's not actually smart but there are moments that you hit in this movie where you're just like that is a funnier joke than I have seen in in most recent comedies yeah like in the in the last few comedies I've seen like the the thing that breaks it for me too is is early on in the movie. They go so so that whole scene where they deduce that it's the villains working together. That's pretty funny. Like I, that's great. 
But the 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 key. Oh, no, I know. My favorite part is. Tell me, Commissioner Gordon, what known super criminals are actively out there? And then, right, they, I, 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 yeah, okay. and then they turn on the little video, the monitor thing, and then like they're they're pictures of the criminals, but but they're like the backgrounds are are not like prison or anything. They're just like. I think the Catwoman shot, it looks like she's in Wayne Manor or something. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. That, that is my favorite part of this movie. This is almost critic proof. Yeah. In, in, in such, in meaning that anything you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that doesn't quite work. Oh, that, that kind of looked terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, clearly that wasn't Frank Gorshin. That was a stunt double for most of his fight <laughs> yeah, scenes. literally like every time. And I'm like, that adds to the charm. Yeah. That's what makes this so magical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, the, 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 the thing that really seals it for me early on in the movie where I'm like, okay, this is brilliant. Um, there's, there's a part where they're, they're on this buoy and they're, they're, their belts have been magnetized to it. And they're trying to like destroy these missiles that the penguin sub are sending at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep they keep blowing them up in the By water. By the way, I love the penguin put in the effort of making the the pre atomic submarine look like a penguin, <laughs> complete with a penguin periscope. I love it so Beautiful. much. I love um, it so much. And then, but then he's like, he likes just shaking it, and, it's, and his little device that blows up the missile isn't working. He's like. Oh no, it's ran out of batteries. <laughs> Confound it, the batteries oh, are yeah, yeah, dead. <laughs> and, and so then they're, they're like, oh, and they like flinch. And then there's like a, a, an explosion. And they like flip out. And then they look at, look at the buoy. And, and the all the villains, because they're, they're underwater or, yeah. or they're on the water, they, they, they pull out a huge pirate motif and all the henchmen are dressed oh, yeah. up like pirates. And whenever they think Batman and Robin are dead, they go, yo-ho-ho! <laughs> and they all flip out. And then they realize <laughs> that, that it didn't work. And then it, it cuts to, they're like, what happened? And then it cuts to uh, Batman and Robin Driving away, it ju- it just cuts, and it's the the first thing Batman says is, "The nobility of the almost human porpoise." I think do, Robin do, says that. Are you sure? I'm pretty. I want to say it's Batman. Either, either way, and then he's like, "To jump in front of that missile f- to save our lives, or it gave our life f- its life for us." And so it's like, <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, this this especially this especially plays on the motif that the city would fall into complete chaos if Batman is not here because everyone else is literally that incompetent that this crazy man can just do whatever he wants <laughs> and he'll magically save the city. And that's the thing I love about it too is that is like there's the point where uh, he's in the press conference after the the the, the beginning of the movie when there's a, a boat and it disappears and it, it makes no sense that they have this giant projection of a boat that they can make. And um, also the fact that they missed the buoy. <laughs> yeah, they that don't seems like something the they'd be like, "Oh, look, look, it's a buoy right there." Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, they they have a press conference afterwards, and Catwoman is disguised as as Miss Kitka. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to even attempt to say her her name. D- yeah, I mean she says it like, but the this. acronym is Kitka. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Does that she has Russian. I don't know. That'd be great. They might have just been going for. The fact that it has kitsch. Yeah. Um, but it w- would be great, though. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Uh, but then they have... Uh, Somebody sent us a message <laughs> telling us... Because we're too lazy to look it up. Uh, 
I already put on all that effort looking up the director. Yeah, yeah that's fair. You're fine. <laughs> you got this. Um, but there's there's a part where she's like, oh, well, you, you should take off your mask so that I can uh, get a, a clear picture of you. And, and the police guys flip out and they're like, he's a registered... Uh... He's a fully deputized member of the law. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would compromise his secret identity if we gave him to you. Like, it's just... It, 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 it's very... Um, What's what's the word I'm looking for? Pitch perfect, like in in the way it it deliver the way everyone delivers every line, and like yeah, the 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 kind of just just kookiness of some of like the the sets. Great and everything. Scott, Batman, take off his mask. The woman must be mad. <laughs> yeah, and then um. Anyway, what, what I was saying, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other moments that are like, oh oh, like the um. I feel like we're, I'm just going to end up jumping around to all my favorite moments because there is, there is, like we said, there's a lot of like downtime that's kind of slow in this movie and it builds in in, in pretty good ways. Um, I guess so, like ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's just kind of it's not really like anything you could cut out of the movie. It's just kind of um, padded. Why well, would just had it say there's no opening titles that would have helped a lot? I don't, I don't think it was that long though. I, the, I, I, that didn't bother me as much. It was when the movie got started that I felt like it still dragged. Um, and I think it's just because it's like a 60s mentality and so like everything's a little bit slower yeah um, things take more time and that sort of thing uh, yeah and I was gonna say the the also jumping ahead a bit to the, the famous scene where he's running around with a bomb uh, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb but uh, so, despite how hilarious that is it is also a more accurate Batman than than Batfleck, yeah. Well, in, that... in Zack Snyder's mega hit Batman vs <laughs> Superman, Dawn of, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say though is that that one Batman that... cares about people living in this movie. Well, that part's wonderful because. He's running around, and they take it to there's, the extreme, and that's, that's why it's that's what I was gonna funny. Say. There's there's a band, and he runs up to the band, and the band keeps playing, and then he's like, "Oh no, I can't run to the band." And so he run, he turns a corner, and there's some nuns, and then there's a woman with a baby, and then he he runs, and he runs around for like another two minutes, and then he runs into this this like one stretch of dock where he runs past the band into the nuns, and then away, and then into the woman with the baby, like all walking towards him. And it's just like... And you could use the cynical mindset of, oh, they didn't want to hire more people. They're no. just lazy. No, no, I'm saying that this no, is but I'm the saying other that's, way. There's no I'm like, way. I'm like, joke? Like, it's, it's very clearly, yeah. like, just, just this over-the-top, like, hilarity. And then he goes to chuck it in the water, and there's a bunch of baby ducks. And it's like, yeah, it... it this movie, it... And then, and then you, you think he's dead, and then Robin's like, Batman! And then Batman's just like, oh, don't worry, I was able to hide myself behind these steel pipes. He literally just pipes. stands up, like there's no reason Robin couldn't see him standing there. <laughs> he just he stops crouching. No, he just takes off his mask. Where'd Batman go? Oh, hi, Bruce! <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but that's, that's the thing, is that this movie, just when you, like, whenever you start to think, are they really trying to do something here, or is it, is it them just being stupid and, and make it being funny? You, it goes just far enough. It pushes the joke just far enough that you're like, okay, they 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 they're meant to do this. This is on purpose. P. N. Gwyn. <laughs> Did this P. N. Gwyn leave an address? Selling a pre-atomic war submarine without even to someone who doesn't even leave an address. Good day, Admiral. <laughs> Gosh. 
It's wonderful. Um, yeah, it, it, there's just lots of stuff, and and the the part where where, well, first of all, the, all the stuff with the Polaris missile, where Riddler keeps sending out these Polaris missiles, and I'm pretty sure they only call it the Polaris missile because they have stock footage of a missile that says Polaris on the side. Holy Polaris! So they keep using it, and it's the same footage like five times. And at one point, he's sending this up to 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 write a riddle in the sky, and it hits the Batcopter. With Robin and Batman in it. Can I just say I love the design of that Batcopter? Yeah. I love that they actually have a helicopter that works. I, I, I kind of wish that, that Christopher Nolan's Batman, instead of the bat, he he would just use this <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> I want that so bad. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Instead of the bat pod, he, he he uses the bat cycle, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's just sitting in the little no, 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 sidecar. I, I, I was gonna say in, in Dark Knight, dark, in the Dark Knight, when the tumbler blows up and he's he's about to eject the bat pod, he ejects and it's just a little sidecar, and he's just like hunched over. And, <laughs> it's got the Robin insignia on it. It's like none of this makes sense. Um, but anyway, um, the. And and so the, the the they get hit and they're like spiraling out of control and they're looking at them through the periscope that doesn't make any sense. This might be my favorite gag in the whole yes. movie. And they're they're spiraling out of control and then they oh yes like, the, the camera angle that they they're, they're looking at makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like oh that's just the camera angle that that the the, the film crew has on <laughs> on the on the backcopter. There's this doesn't and, make any sense. And they're they're hurling, and then they they crash, and they're like, and all the villains are like, "Yeah, we killed them! Oh my lord, they were hit by yo!" And they're, oh! they're all super dramatic out there, like a Polaris missile hit them. Oh, what happy day! And like they flip out and and then it, it it cuts to them again, and they're all they're sitting on this pile of foam rubber, <laughs> and they're just like, and it's like a foam rubber convention, yes, and they just have. Like a, a mini mountain of foam there's rubber. There's a sign that says foam rubber convention. And then there's like a, another sign like sitting on the pile that says foam rubber in its raw form. And they're just like, what? what what's the line he used? I don't remember. <laughs> Batman's like, oh, the, the sheer coincidence would even make the most risky gambler cringe. <laughs> Although I did spot it out of the corner I did think of my I eye. He said, I did think I spotted it out of the corner of my eye. It's like I'm like U S O B. Like it's it's just beautiful. Like it's it's really smart writing. Like it's really like clever. Like playing with with that sort of thing. Oh, let, let me just talk about the 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 subplot where they try and kidnap Bruce Wayne to get Batman to 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 go after them. Yeah. The sexual innuendo between him and Miss Kitka is is terrifying. Is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where he says he's talking about having a dream of 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 some sort of vague sexual thing, and he says the dream is reaching a climax. And she says that. No, no, take it slow. <laughs> it's like, Meanwhile, you just see her freaking out with her little cat tracker yeah. thing, where she's just. Like frantically trying to press it to be like, get me out of here! And then, and then, uh, Robin and Alfred keep watching them like through the camera that they don't. The camera should like it doesn't even make sense where it is for them. To oh, be. especially when they go up into her apartment, which she planned that really far ahead. <laughs> if she knew they were going up to their to her apartment, pretty much. And um, then there's a camera there, and it's just like, I guess it's that's <laughs> the camera that the filmmakers had. <laughs> Whatever. 
And yeah, there's a microphone on them, and, and they keep like turning it off because they're like, Alfred's like, yes, yes, I, I think you're, I think discretion is wise in this case. Like, Alfred has a mask, like he has the mask <laughs> and the glasses on over it. It's wonderful. And then Riddler, Riddler, Joker, and Penguin. Well, Riddler all always wears a mask. Oh, right, That's yeah, just part no, of the costume. Not Joker wears Joker. a mask. It's the Joker, he, a clown. Can I just say how amazing it is that Cesar Romero doesn't shave his mustache? I, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it's so obvious in some scenes, too. Like, they don't hide it very well. Oh, and, I, and when he's first talking to, to Schmidlap, you were like, is, is Schmidlap not going to even question the fact that he looks like, oh, I don't know, a clown? <laughs> not five seconds later, he's like, Sailor, you have the most ghastly pallor. Are you sure you're getting enough uh, good sea air? And he's like, Oh, my duties keep me mostly undercover, <laughs> sir. It's beautiful. I, other than the length, I really have no complaints about this movie. Yeah. Do, do we want to get to, to the, the hydration plot of the I movie? I was going to say... And, and how, you, you never made this this connection before. No, I did apparently. not. And, I, and, I, and it was the I, first I, thing I thought. Of. I had a massive freak out when you told me because, this. So so if we jump ahead a bit to Batman Begins, as we've been jumping ahead to all these other movies, all all podcast. Um, in Batman Begins, there's the the I don't know what you're talking the, about. Uh, machine that that is supposed to evaporate all the water. In, the microwave in the emitter. Yeah, yeah. The MacGuffin and, device. And everyone complains about the fact that that does not evaporate the, the water in people's bodies yeah but then in this movie the machine explicitly evaporates the water in people's bodies it's called the dehydrator and you they use it on people directly in order to that's gotta be a reference there is no way Christopher especially with that between that and the bomb thing with him running around trying to get rid of the bomb and then the fact that the Dark Knight Rises has him carrying a bomb away from Gotham City into the water and then it, it looks like he dies but he doesn't that there is no way Christopher Nolan did not watch this and, and that almost makes me love those movies more is if this is actually kind of like some of the source he was pulling from because it shows that he understands this character better than like half half is generous say it, better than say it with me Zack the Hack Snyder well that too I was gonna say like 95% of the people in Hollywood like that that makes me. There's no way that's not some sort of like there. That can cannot be a coincidence. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I want. I, I I'm sure I'm not the first person to notice that either. But yeah, it's it's just could have fooled me. <laughs> but yeah, I I'd like a massive freak out for five minutes when you told me that. Yeah, I was like. Like 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 I I want stock footage of of. of a Polaris missile exploding <laughs> going on inside my brain right now. That's that's how I feel. Um, but yeah, the plot is they want to attack the UN, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's the United World Headquarters. It's not called the United Nations, is it? No. I think it's the United World Headquarters. Okay. And, and they want to dehydrate all of them and hold them for ransom, I guess? Yeah. Which they have this experimental technology the dehydrator along with a super elaborate holographic machine that can project an entire boat and fool the eye <laughs> up to like a, a five foot distance yeah could just sell that 
I know what you're talking about. That's why this movie is beautiful. That's why it's beautiful. Holy crap. Can I also just say the microwave emitter in Batman Begins is stolen from a boat? (laughs) 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 Conspiracy? I think not. It's great. Oh, God. It's beautiful. It's totally a reference. Well, I mean, uh, even down to, like, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman has a design that is very similar to, to this design. I can buy it. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, one thing that I noticed, the fight scenes, I mean, you know. Oh yeah, I was going to say this. They're fun. Yeah. Like, the, you know, they're not the greatest fight scenes, and you can tell, like, oh, that punch totally did, didn't land. And that, that actor is totally a stun actor. <laughs> but, yeah, like... It's actually, they don't even attempt to hide Frank Gorshin's stunt double. Yeah. They don't even make an attempt. It's, it's just like, yeah, he, his hair looks very, very different. Yeah. And he's just kind of standing there. Yeah. But these fights are actually pretty well shot and choreographed. Especially the final fight on the boat. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a pretty... That's that's a very entertaining fight. Because, like, they, they plan it out. like to, Even though it's very silly and, like, people are just, like, going, like, oh, and falling off the boat. Like it's very fun to watch just because they've got like they they they've planned it out to the second and they're like you know at, they're they're crawling off all up over the the boat and like people keep falling in the water and getting back up and like like it's 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 shot well like you can tell what's happening and obviously they can do that too like like because they're ignoring the fact that they're not actually like that it's very obvious that they're not contacting and all that but still like I, it's I just love well done. I just love how obvious it is that they're on a set. Yeah, that too. It's got a very shoddy background, but <laughs> it does it adds to the charm. The fact that like this it's it's like this It's it's like a terrible high school play with the best actors in the world. Well, that's I, what it is, and it's glorious. I was gonna say it it feels like like that's part of the fun of it almost is that you can tell that they built this set and it's very like lovingly crafted. Yes. And like it's just, and they've got like water underneath it and everything and like it, it almost feels like you're watching a show at SeaWorld or something like that. <laughs> like it's, it's that's honestly what it reminds me of. It's just like where it's yeah obviously it's not actually been happening but it's 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 fun. It's it's a it's just a fun like you're there for for just enjoying a bit of revelry. You're not here looking to see people contemplate their death you're looking to see adam west and burt ward take on the 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 four greatest villains in gotham history like it's 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 just fun i'm just gonna say out of all the movies we've watched so far this is the most happy i have been while while watching one of them let me I mean, see that thing. I mean, I, I, you always need to commandeer the, the notes, the, the grade sheet. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Days of Future Past might be the only other... Well, I, yeah, probably Days of Future Past is probably the only other one that comes this close to, like, I was just giddy the whole time watching it. Yeah. I mean, Casino Royale, personally, for me, although you were complaining somewhat during it, so uh-huh. that was kind of hindering my enjoyment, you hack fraud. <laughs> Although one thing that I did notice at the end when they're when they're roping off all the bad guys on the boat mm-hmm. and Catwoman sneaks into the submarine, so, some of the if you watch it, some of the actors are just like, okay, I'll just put the rope over me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. The one that stood out was Frank Gorshin's stunt double because once I 
because once I saw it was his stunt double, I couldn't look away because I'm like, that guy's the real MVP of this movie. <laughs> kind of one scene like a a modern movie made with uh like like a Christopher Nolan movie where it's just like 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 you've got you know whatever the fan casting was at the time like the Neil Patrick Harris as the Riddler or whatever yeah. and then it's just Frank Gorshin's stunt double just shows up old man and all <laughs> it's just like but he's wearing like the outdated Riddler costume and everything and he's just doing terrible choreography See, you say outdated, but Batman Forever takes quite a bit of cues from this costume. That's true. Well, I'm saying, like, assuming that he's got, like, a green suit. Oh, okay. A yeah, green, yeah. like, yeah. you know, button suit. And, and, Which he does and have Nolan's at one point in this movie. He does have a suit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He's got several different variations on the costume. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking of what you what, what Nolan's Riddler would look this like. Movie. Um, How do you feel about the villains? Overall, not bad. I mean, obviously, not very deep, but no one asked for that. They're just fun. It's entertaining. My, like I said, my, my, my biggest problem would be Cesar Romero. Yeah. Mostly because they don't give him much to do. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't understand why they have the Joker on this team other than, oh, I guess he's carrying the yeah, the, I, I, I think the, 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 the dehydration machine, and I guess he fires the missiles, even though they could have gotten any henchman do, to do that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably just because they were like, hey, that's the famous villain from the show. Yeah. That's the guy everyone likes to show. But yeah, like, Penguin, every, everyone gets a time to shine because Catwoman Burgess has... Burgess Meredith, who plays Mickey, Rocky's coach yeah. in the Rocky I was gonna, Well, first I was going to say Catwoman gets her time to shine because she does all the Kitka stuff, and that's all entertaining and whatever. And then Penguin has the part where he disguises himself as Commit... Commodore Schmidlap. Commodore, there we go. I knew Schmidlap. Schmidlap. Schmidlap, which is just wonderful. Um, and I then, want my new nickname to be Schmidlap. Yeah, and and uh, he's he, where he pretends to be him and Batman and, and Robin just immediately are like, well, that's obviously not him, even though they were completely tricked by Kit Cut and Catwoman. <laughs> I'm just like, that's obviously the Penguin. <laughs> and, and, uh, Schmidlap, old boy. Schmidlap. And then and then they go. Uh, yeah, they take him back to the guinea pigs. Well, let's let's save on that because there's there's a couple of different things I want to touch on at the end here. The guinea pigs. Yeah. Okay, continue. Look, anyway, um, and then the Riddler is just kind of terrifying. He's I I I'm gonna say I, I've st- I've stolen this from a couple of different places that I've heard this before. I I've, this is something that I've told you. I honestly think you could take this performance and put it in a more serious interpretation of Batman, and it would still work yeah. and probably be even more terrifying. Yeah. It feels not un, not dissimilar to Arkham Riddler yeah. from the the. the I games. mean, he does laugh quite a bit. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, the Arkham Riddler is more demented. But yeah. well, and and that's why I know a lot of people complain about Jim Carrey in Batman Forever, and obviously yeah. we'll get there. But I don't have so much of a problem with that because obviously he is doing Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I can tell he's basing a lot of it on on this interpretation. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I can see that. That's okay. I, yeah. This is making more sense to me. I'm not quite as bothered yeah. by, by his performance yeah. because I, I see the manic crazy in him. That's fair. That totally works with this interpretation. Yeah, I'm interested to watch that again because I don't know. I, I, I have a I don't know. That's that's why this show is so great because we get to see yeah. you know we get to watch them yeah. one by one and see how. That's why we're awesome at what we do. And I never is said a that. Wonderful podcast. I never said that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, 
the, he, I, I kept mentioning. I don't mean to get political here, but I just, it's like Trump. I never said that. <laughs> just in a, I never said that. Oh, that's a lie. Uh, the, I was gonna say it feels like he's very um. Or for for some reason, every time I watch, I, or when I was watching this, every time Riddler showed up, I, I felt as if he looked like uh, Michael Fassbender. Like he kept reminding me of him. Kind of, yeah. And now I really want to see a Fassbender Riddler in a, you know, more serious role. Like that would be terrifying. Because mm-hmm. that man can act, <laughs> and he can play crazy. Yeah, and and I think I think and obsessed. That role would just look at his performance in Steve Jobs. He can play obsessed. Should have won Oscar. Should have got Oscar. I won't. I won't. I won't get into my little Oscar spiel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Leo, but he totally should have beat you. (laughs) But But he was out in the cold, and (laughs) he he ate ate raw fish. Telling you, he was going to threaten to commit suicide for that role. <laughs> we had this discussion after, after we watched this movie. We felt like Leonardo DiCaprio, they gave him the Oscar because they were like, oh God, what are you going to try? Like, are you just going to start like, you know, I think you said something about that he has a scene where he does Russian roulette and he would just actually do it. Yeah. He's just like, let's see the Academy holding it back now. <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good overall villains in this. Yeah. Caesar Romero's it's, fun. It's going to be weird when we get to Danny DeVito Penguin and compare it to this. Yeah. I don't want to it's, think about that. It's <laughs> going to be very weird. So anyway, Commodore Schmidt left. Um, him, I want, I want to talk about him and the, the the stuff involved with the hydrator, the dehydrator, whatever. Go ahead. Because, first of all, Schmidlap is wonderful because he's just this completely incompetent British man who like like everyone else in this movie yes. like all the normies in this movie pretty much um and then the, the I love the the gag where the Joker comes in to give him his tea and he's like oh you you have a ghastly pallor <laughs> and then he's like, are you sure you're getting enough sea air and he's like oh I'm sorry I, I stay underground or under under uh, cover most of the time or whatever I, I said that joke earlier what you repeated me I said when that did you say that I said that like ten minutes ago I said it okay. I totally missed that. But, um... I, I can tell you you value my opinion on... Correct. On, on this conversation podcast. I feel like we just lost all our momentum. We should just end it here. Happy Ann Arbor Day. <laughs> no. Um, but I, I love that gag. And then, uh... You okay there, buddy? No. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh, I'm like you. Okay. <laughs> if I were a listener right now, I would be very upset with you. I mean, I am already upset with you. <laughs> You're the one not talking. Because you were the one <laughs> No! No! Anyway. Um, that's not how this works! <laughs> but, yeah, and, and then he, he has this, this great gag where he talks about how he's catching up on his dickens and, like, 
that sort of thing. And then there's a part that he's he's on the sub. For some reason, they still have him on the submarine. Like they capture him when they capture the dehydrator, and then they just keep tricking him into thinking he's on he's still on his boat. And then they have him when he's on the submarine when Robin is is shooting it with like missiles, like bat missiles or whatever it is, bat charges. That's what it is. Um, and it keeps rocking, and he keeps like trying to read, but his monocle keeps falling out and that sort of thing. And then, um, so that with uh, come back to that in a second. The dehydrator thing is great because they they well, first of all, they they get all these these guinea pig guys that they, these thugs. They turn them all into dust. GP number one, <laughs> GP number two. And then, uh, while they're like scooping them into the the bottles that they're going to use to rehydrate them, they're like losing like half of the dust. Is just like yeah, but it looks like Catwoman's got like a really cheap dustpan from like the dollar store that they probably used before. <laughs> it's like, probably disgusting. And and, <laughs> and so then they... Penguin goes, oh, "Careful now! Every one of them has a mother." As as like half the dust is spilling <laughs> out out here. of the tube. And then uh, they they go so Penguin. Uh, sneaks into the bat cave by pretending to be Commodore Schmidlap, even though they know it's the penguin. And then he refills them all, but he refills them all with heavy water. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Before we get there, I love the logic that they use to take him back to the bat cave. Because they're like, we'll scan your fingerprints. And then Robin goes, the plastic coated fingertips. <laughs> so, and, and, and then Penguin says something about, yeah. They did that to me. Whatever. <laughs> and they're like, okay, there's only one way we can scan him to see if he's actually Schmidlap or not. And he's like, oh, you oh, mean no. that retinal eye scanner oh. thing that you have in your fabulous bat cave? Well, that's, that's the best part is that... that uh, Why don't you take me there? Batman and Robin are doing like an aside to discuss what to do about him. Like when they're like, he's... And, and Penguin's listening to the whole thing. Penguin just like chumps in with comments every couple of times where he's just like... Yeah, he has the. He's like, oh, a retinal eye scan. He's like, yes, exactly. Like that one you have in your fabulous yeah. bat cave. And then, uh, so they take him back there, and then he fills them, but he uses the heavy water, and, and and which Batman later says is what they use to refill their atomic atomic pile. Yeah, and they have a nuclear reactor in the background, <laughs> for some which in in the pilot, uh, it's with Riddler. His girlfriend disguises herself as Robin. They come up with like a Mission Impossible type mask that makes her look like Robin. All right. And she ends up going back to the Batcave to try and kill Batman, and that doesn't work. So it's actually one of the, a Bond girl. She's from Diamonds Are Forever. Fun fact. Yeah, I, I know you don't care. <laughs> and she climbs up the reactor, and she actually falls into her death. Oh. Okay. That's like in the opening two-parter of the show. <laughs> that's pretty great. Well, that's what I was going to say is... So so the guinea pigs get refilled, and then whenever Batman and Robin try to hit them, they just disappear. And... It, they were reduced to anti-matter. Well, I was going to say, there are, there's a pretty decent death count in this movie, because all five of them die. Yep. And guess what? None of it's caused by Batman. Um, no, and I love how they remark about, like, oh, they just died. Yeah. Like, Robin's like, you mean they won't be coming back? Yeah. And, uh, and doesn't Batman say something like, 
not well, the, not in this reality. Is ba- yeah, Batman is like not in this universe. And, and and you had the idea that they just randomly show up in one of the dark and gritty DC movies. I want them to show up in like the big final fight in Justice League, where it's just like this brutal like. Mur- I want them to show up and beat the entire Justice because, League because they've been transported between realities. <laughs> somehow they end up with superpowers. No, no, no. They just show up <laughs> and they just somehow beat the Justice League while they're like trying to fight off Darkseid. They just start doing the the hokey sixties like fight choreography and then they all just like get beaten horribly <laughs> I want that so badly um, but yeah uh, so the five of them all die like just straight up and then earlier in the movie they, they set up a trap for Batman when he's supposed to come and rescue Bruce Wayne but then they end up capturing Bruce Wayne it's a jack in the box that launches him out into the bay and there's an exploding octopus. Right. And there's a part where in there when they're what fighting. What is it with the exploding animals in this movie? Yeah, no. They're 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 PETA must have had a field day. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, there's a part where they're all fighting in this like weird, like above bar uh secret hideout thing. And then uh yeah, the one of the thugs just gets launched and he lands the water and just explodes. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh god. Okay. That's how we're doing this, I guess. Yep. And I feel like it has something that someone else dies to. I could be wrong about this. But either way, it's just like, oh, okay. We're accepting that. Hmm. But, uh, I am trying to think of anybody else. I, I just keep, keep, keep yeah. going. Anyway, uh, they. So, so, getting back to the dehydrator thing. So then they go and they dehydrate the World Council. And they know to use light water instead now, whatever that means. And uh, they they have him captured, and during the entire part where they're they're rocking the sub, the, this thing is like it's like rocking back and forth on the edge of a table when they just have it precariously placed, and it gets to the point where it's literally turning. It's so ridiculous! It's amazing. Turning all the way on its side and going back up. It's at like a ninety degree angle. It's very obvious that table. someone is just holding it like off screen because like you can't see the end of it and or they're or just like rocking it or maybe they've got like a weak magnet that's yeah, just holding it to the table and, so and they're just, just like just rock it yeah it's just rocking it back and forth like completely 180 degrees and it's wonderful and then it, it goes through all of that and then when they're they they finally capture Catwoman Schmidlap just comes out while Batman's holding the, the United Nations powder and he's like what's all this noise and then he just knocks over like trips and knocks over the thing and then he sneezes on it (laughs) he sneezes all over the table and it's like oh god (laughs) and it's just like that's the greatest setup and payoff gag can I just say even the political satire of of the United World people talking and they're just yelling over each other perfectly valid yeah yeah it's perfect because they're all yelling in different languages and Batman finally restores all of them, uh, and... Success! Success! Yeah. We've done it! Yeah. We've done yeah, it! Got, I think it's supposed to be LBJ, I assume, based on when this came out. I would assume. Um, they've got, like, an LBJ voice actor, like, like talking to Com- Commissioner Gordon over the radio. And then they realize that they're all talking in the wrong language. Oh and my god. Dark Knight Rises is, is not the first Batman movie to feature the president. Is, has that not happened since then? I don't think so. Well, I mean, Batman vs. Superman, he, you hear him over the phone. Yeah, but... Huh. I remember thinking that was a really big thing. I'm like, oh, the stakes are really that high when when he shows up in Dark Knight yeah, Rises. So. Interesting. Um, but I was going to say, ba- Batman restores everyone, and, and 
they've all got the wrong language. And he just turns to Rob and he's like, this may be the single greatest service ever done for mankind or something like that. And he's like, quickly now, let's walk slowly, uh, inconspicuously towards the window. We'll use our bat ropes to escape. And they just walk in front of this crowd, this giant, like, 20-person crowd of press and policemen and stuff like that, and just kind of walk, obviously, in front of them as they're all staring at this table full of people speaking the wrong languages. Can I, can I just say, I love beforehand when they're actually doing the experiment. Oh, I, I love the fact that they wear masks. <laughs> and, but also, Robin even is like... Should we try, you know, tweak them a little bit so we can actually get some world peace going here? And Batman's like, no, it is it is not for us to decide. <laughs> I'm like, this Batman's trying to teach me good morals. <laughs> you don't screw with science, kids. Did Superman, Superman ever show up in the Batman 66 series? No. That would have been beautiful. Yeah. Green Hornet did. Interesting. In Gato, played yeah. by Bruce Lee. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yep. But, yeah. I don't know. It was a good movie. The Living End, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, question mark. That, that is, like, the perfect ending. Like, just them climbing out of the building, and, like, the commissioner <laughs> and all the, the reporters just, like, Staring what? at this table, like, what just happened? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's this is this is a very funny movie. It's beautiful. Yeah, it it really does play very well on on because it's very a lot of the satire is very basic. So I think that helps that it it's longevity that it's like it's very pure and not like complicated. Like just I do appreciate how it's not constantly like hey here's a reference from the sixties here's a reference from yeah. the sixties yeah there's like here's, nothing yeah the fact that we couldn't figure out who the president. Was that was like the only yeah, part that we the had only trouble dating with. part of it? Yeah, like it, it may kind of sound like JFK, but obviously it was made after he was yeah. shot, so may, I guess it's LBJ. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it doesn't date itself at all. This movie is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I I will say I have, I have two other problems with it. Yes. Minor quibbles. Yeah. Things that they should have had in the movie should have had the Batusi, the Bat Dance. No way around it. Should have happened. Uh, okay. And I think in the final fight, they should have played just the Batman theme song. You know, with the vocals and everything. Yeah. I, I love how they they sort of start to weave it in a little bit yeah. towards the end. But I'm like, I want full bombastic Batman theme Although, music. Can I just say how much I love the, the little theme? I don't know if this is from the show or not. But the because they weave yeah. that in oh when they're riding on the boat yes yeah and they do but they weave it in like after like a lot of really dark like <laughs> or a lot of really bad stuff like when like it'll just cut and it's just like it'll cut from like exploding or like the like the 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 villains all flipping out over something and it's just like and they play it so much in the movie and it's hilarious yeah i i love the music in this movie yeah yeah like i said should have played that that main Batman theme when they're fighting on the sub at the end because yeah. that would have just been like full on in your face glorious yeah. oh god it's been over an hour we want to do grades do we have anything else we need to say I think we're good this is the most happy any Batman thing has made me in, in a long time that's fair 
I do like the Batman Telltale game note. Yeah. I do, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Batman's not supposed to make you happy necessarily. Dude, that is but, true. But, yeah, we needed this. I needed this. Okay, that's fair. What, what's, 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 what's your score, sir? Um, I will write down on our official score sheet. Official score sheet. I hope at what some point... What would you do if... What? I hope at some point we get, like, millions and millions of audience members, and then, like, I can sell this thing for money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, like, going somewhere more grand. Nope. nope. Just sell it for money. Yep. That's fair. Yep. That's, that's all we want out of you, audience members. We want you to make us very rich, okay? Can you do that? <laughs> that's the only satisfaction I'll ever get from this. <laughs> As I just say how happy this movie made me. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not that cheap. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I think. Yes. I'm really stuck on this. I don't know where to go with this. You want me to go ahead? Yeah. I, I'm going A minus. Okay. Obviously, I had a few problems. So it, it is. It is very close to perfect. Which, by the way, if anybody's wondering, I, I still have yet to figure out wh where I fall on the, the A plus yay or nay. The continuing saga of <laughs> whether or not you're ever going to give something an A plus. Yeah, I, I still don't know where I fall on that. Like, the highest grade I think I've given anything, or at least on here, is an A. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go A minus, because there, there are some problems. It has some pacing issues. It, it is, like, 10 or 15 minutes too long. Yeah. It's personal stuff, but I do wish they had those couple of extra things yeah. from the show. And this is just me speaking as a fan of the show. Yeah. And, and my, here's the thing. I feel like most modern day Batman fans, at least millennials, have sort of had this arc. I guess most Batman fans yeah. that, that didn't like specifically grow up with the 60s show like when it came out. Yeah. Where it's like, you grow, you're a child. And you see the 60s show through like reruns and stuff yeah. and, and you really enjoy it because it works really well for kids. Yeah. By the way, just because something works well for kids does not mean it only works for kids. Ask Pixar. Or a lot of stuff. Disney animation stuff. Like, like just because something is kid friendly yeah. does not mean it, it can't work for adults. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, especially when they criticize this, don't recognize that. Yeah. Like Batman and Robin does not work up for anyone over the age of like Eight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, I feel like you, you know you're like, oh, this is Batman. It's great. It's yeah. bright and colorful, and I love the fights, and it's, it's great. They got the villains, costumes are all right, whatever. And then you you reach like your adolescence, and you're like, oh, dark and gritty Batman's where it's <laughs> at. Teen angst. I I I can't like anything that's cartoony or cheesy. This is terrible. It's the worst. Batman should always be taken seriously and then I feel like for the most part people reach that point where they're like oh this is why this character has survived for so long because you can have this many different interpretations yeah. that work yeah. mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I feel like that's, that's where I'm at right now <laughs> because I can appreciate how wonderful this is and not just say oh it's cheesy that makes it bad that's, that's just because you haven't gotten into the the final stage of, of cynicism where you go full uh, Zack Snyder, Frank Miller, uh, 
just just complete just obsession over over just how dark and gritty Batman is and how much you want him to just kill everybody. I wish in Batman... Ver we should make our own version of that movie where we just Photoshop a Punisher logo on his chest. <laughs> that would be beautiful. That would be nice. The, uh, Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think I've had a reason to bring this up on the podcast. Um, I, I, I really want my the ultimate end goal of the DC Extended Universe to be that... Because the, there was the theory about the fact that... About the, the I'm giving the movie an A minus. Continue. Yeah, I'll give my turn in a second. <laughs> There's the, there was the theory before Batman Superman that Batman was actually going to be Deathstroke. Or ben Affleck was actually going to be Deathstroke. Cause, oh yeah, because he was like running through. And people were so obsessed about this, and yeah, they're like, yeah. Ben Affleck can't be the actual Batman. Yeah, um, which is probably not a great thing if, if that happens. You know, to you. In your movie, you should probably be concerned if, if people are having that reaction about a movie that's supposed to be about a beloved yeah, character. Yeah, Heath Ledger Joker, whatever. Yeah, but that's that's not. Okay. Um, I'll let that slide. I was gonna say it's one of the few things I'll let slide. And then there's 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 this stuff about how everyone thinks Lex Luthor should actually be like the Riddler, like like or Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, Lex Luthor is more like the Riddler. He reminds me of Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of thing. Um, he even got the hair. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> and that's, like, it, it keeps going on like that. Um, Just give him glasses, and he's like Jim Carrey at the very beginning of Batman Forever. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> what is going on? So people keep coming up with these theories that these characters that the, the DC movies say they are are not actually who they say they are. And now I really want to, this to end up culminating in, like, a, a Earth-1, Earth-2 type thing. Where it turns out that I forget what the name of it is, but in, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, they introduce the uh, the alternate like Justice League. That's the evil Justice League. The crime Syndicate. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think that that might be right. What did and you do? I draw something. Uh, <laughs> and and I really want them to end up having like a clash of of the two of them, where like it's it's like even though I don't love the CW shows, I haven't watched that many of them, but I, I have some problems with them. But it's like the CW like big happy optimistic Flash and Supergirl and whoever come over to this earth and they're like oh god who are these criminals this is terrifying and they get in this giant battle and like <laughs> the the DCU villains become or heroes become like the villains of this universe and I want that to happen very badly all I can think is Stephen Amell looking at Ben Affleck Batman going you have failed this universe <laughs> and Ben Affleck just like he his retort is you have failed this Martha <laughs> oh, I know we went I know there. I know I'm sorry I'm still salty over it I <laughs> I I have deep rooted psychological issues over that movie particularly that one scene <laughs> but yeah I'm giving the movie an A minus I think this is what do you <laughs> No res I get no respect. Correct. No respect. You, don't. you really don't. I feel like this is a movie that everyone should go back and watch. Like if if you if you have not seen this movie in years, this is one movie I would definitely recommend. Like go watch it again. And if you need like the subtitles on, like we we watch movies with subtitles, but if you need subtitles to like catch all the witty dialogue, yeah. do it. Like there is so much here that is just it's theater of the absurd. It, it is so goofy and stupid, but at the same time, it's brilliant because it knows exactly what it's doing. Yeah. 
It knows exactly what it is. I love it. I'll go A minus. Oh my god! I was, I was a hell of a but I, I really don't have that many complaints about it. I don't know. It, it's got. A I 60s, brought you over to my side. Again, it's got a sixties mentality. It's it's you know. It's slowly paced. Yeah, it, it's it's not. It's hard to like get into as as a modern you know film enjoyer. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good. Just go back and watch it. Yeah. Especially, especially for people that are very disheartened with the modern DC movies. Yeah. Like this is very much the counterpunch yeah. to that. And it's not a counterpunch in a oh it's it's way too far in the other. It's a counterpunch in. And, and, and I mean it's it's not like a direct. It's not like what we've been doing where it's like it's, we're gonna make fun of the Martha bit now. It's it's just like no, we're just gonna counter it with tone. Yeah. And. Just general it's, vibes. It's proof that you don't need a certain tone or style in order to make a good story. Yeah, it's kind of like a you can be true to the characters and do like a very different want. tone. Yeah. Yes, and it's kind of how I feel about the the, the Marvel universe too. Where I want a comedy mu- musical with the Punisher. That'd be pretty great. It can be done. It can, a lot of the Punisher stories from like like a Welcome Back, Frank. I think is. Forget the, the Garth Ennis. I want to say that sounds right. I always get him and um, Warren Ellison. Yes, I always get them combined or combined confused. I think it's Garth Ennis though. Um, yeah, he went back in the early two thousand. He wrote one. It's very like campy, but it's it and, it and like kind of just ridiculous and over the top. But it's it, it works perfectly. It's a really good uh, story. Yeah, you can you can do that with anything, and it's it's how I feel about the Marvel stuff where the 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 people complain all the time about oh the the Marvel movies are very you know they, they aren't dark enough they're not mature enough they're, they're too humor you know they, they got too much humor and they're they're they don't take themselves seriously enough or whatever but then the marvel netflix shows are everything dc could ever hope to achieve with this dark and gritty tone they're going to daredevil yeah. is the best batman show we've yeah. gotten since the 60s yeah exactly uh, live action yeah yeah that's fair because um, they animated series yes yeah. obviously uh but yeah, it's it's you can do it. It doesn't matter who's making it or what the 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 character is. You you can make a good story going for any tone you like. You just have to make a good story. It's not. I I feel like a lot of times people resort to the, the kind of war, war of oh well I don't like their movies because they're too dark and gritty or I don't like their movies because they're too light and happy. It doesn't matter what the tone is. As long as the movie is consistent and it does good, great things with that. Yeah. I just want movies to understand what they are. Like, we start with the Transformers movies. That's why those don't work for so much of it, because half the time it's Michael Bay doing his very terrible frat boy humor. Yeah. And then the other half is, oh, we're trying to take ourselves seriously with this uber-violent, over-the-top action. Those movies absolutely do not understand what they are. Yeah. I would argue, and I think we, I think we've talked about that a lot in the early ones. But like it, it just, just a point of comparison. Yeah, like I don't, th- I don't think they know what they are. I think yeah. people would try to argue, oh well, that's that's all they're that's all they're trying to be. That's not a, they're they're trying to do. We- Once again, if they were just being dumb action movies, they would not be three hours long, and they would not be filled with all this stupid masturbation humor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's. It, I oh, his mom got high off pot brownies. What, what crazy hijinks is she gonna <laughs> get into? And like, 
Yeah, it, it, it's very refreshing to, to see a movie that actually knows exactly what it's going for and is confident about that. Yeah. What a good movie. I'm just happy that, that you know, uh, complaining about how long the movie was, <laughs> but it was under two hours. I'm, I'm happy with this. You, like... I, I there used to be a point where I was like, oh, anything under two hours is just going to be terrible. It's just going to be quick, like a quick, quick, quick. Now you're like, quick, oh man, two hours. I might be, I might like, be in bed before like ten. A, like a like a quick buck schlocky mess yeah. that they just made, you know, over a weekend. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, yeah. but now it's just like you can you can make a movie that's like an hour and a half, and it's very. Like, it, it needs to be an hour and a half, and it totally works that way. I, I used to have that mindset, uh, once again, with my angsty adolescence. I was like, oh, it's three hours. That means it's great. It takes its time. It's like a full piece. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do like that. Like Titanic. So next week, we're doing Tim Burton's seminal 1989 classic, Batman. <laughs> Your move. Oh. <laughs> you can contact us uh, on Twitter at, at HCT Sequels and find us through email at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. You can find us uh, online at herecomethesequels at blogspot.com. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> Stay rogue, everybody. Oh, okay. We're, we're done. We're not, done. We're not doing yeah. any other right. like mindless That's rambling. It. Right oh. now, right here. Okay. Happy, happy Ann Arbor Day, I guess. Right, yeah. Press it. Press it. I'm not pressing it. Press it.